Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Photographers Keeping It Real podcast. On this episode, I speak to Dan Morris, Cheltenham-based wedding photographer who is very big on the award scene. So you will, you know, if you're a member of PKR, if you've been around the membership for a little while, you'll have seen a lot of Dan's work. Uh, we post it quite often. He was up there in the, it was one of the top in Fearless from last year as well. So if you're in that sort of awards community, you'll have seen him. Um, incredible work. In this episode, we talk a lot about uh, sausage dogs. <laughs> we talk about the Wedding Street podcast and street photography in general. Talk about some of his recent award images. We talk about staying fresh at weddings, keeping the interest. We talk about awards for SEO and marketing purposes. We talk about selecting images for awards and the curation of that. Uh, we talk about day as well. So Doc Day's just happened, obviously. When you listen to this, it'll already happen. But um, we will post a link to next year's. We talk about running a Facebook group a little bit as well. Um, if you are a member, don't forget to listen to the members only version where you get the extended edition at the end we talk again as usual about lead sources and marketing what's working for dan we talk about tips for getting venues to recommend you and being yourself when it comes to inquiries and to get referrals so yeah we'll just jump straight in with dan raisins episode we have Cheltenham based Dan Morris, multiple, multiple award winning photographer, sausage dog owner, rugby fan. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey, thank you, man. <laughs> Pleasure to be on here. Thank you for asking me. You're very welcome. Um, I spoke recently to Adam Lowndes the other week for the podcast and when I was doing my little sort of look at Dan Morris, uh, you know, for, the, for some notes for this episode, I listened to your Sam Hurd uh, podcast episode. Does owning a sausage dog make you a good photographer like is that what i'm missing is that what i need to do <laughs> feels like the three of you all have sausage dogs uh yeah you need that sausage dog mate uh marketing 101 right uh, yeah. how is Sid? Um, is he all right is he good yeah uh actually no he uh, we went for a walk yesterday and he's I, I noticed he was eating something um and he's feeling a bit sorry for himself to do mm. with his tummy um i say he's a very clever i always say sausage dogs are very clever but equally they're really stupid as well they they'll, he knows his stomach's not the best but if he finds food that's it he'll <laughs> just it's as if i don't feed him you know <laughs> we had um so i like we've got a lab uh a labradoodle oh, nice. and um yeah and she like went to cinema once and i left like I didn't realize that she could get, she was only quite, she's only quite little at this point. And, um, I'd left a packet of chocolate raisins, like the two things that are like the worst thing for dogs, oh. chocolate and raisins, like a whole oh. pack as well. And I didn't think she could get <laughs> oh, no. to it. Or I hadn't really thought about it. Anyway, we came back and we didn't know obviously if it is, if she'd eaten it just as we left or literally like as we were, you know, as we got back or we didn't know how long it had been kind of, you know, digesting or whatever. And, yeah, it's pretty bad, but luckily Sarah's a vet, so it wasn't too bad. So we just like, oh, that's, went, that's yeah, drove to her work and like she injected it with something and then she like threw up everything. And it was all fine, but yeah, pretty horrific. <laughs> um, yeah, I think yeah. she learned a lesson then. She's been a bit less, uh, less quick to eat things now, but yeah, she'll, she'll definitely roll in fox piss. That's one thing she'll do, but uh, uh, eating he, he not too bad. Yeah, I've got a fox in the garden and uh, um. Some nights, I don't know if you know the, the the noise the fox makes in the middle of the night. I'm not I sure if so. it's when they're making love. I think the female fox, but it's like it's like a kid or a woman screaming, and he he just goes nuts. So, but then yeah, you see him in the garden next day rolling around, and I know exactly what he's doing. I'm like, get up, little oh, so annoying, isn't it? Burger, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bad then, but she's not a fan, and then but you know, it's her own fault, isn't it? 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, marketing-wise, yeah, Sausage Bar, I guess, hasn't done any harm to my uh, my business. Yeah, the couples mention uh, it then. Like, is that one? Of yeah, massively. Things? Like, oh, can you bring can you bring Sid to the wedding? They don't really care about me, to be fair. <laughs> can you bring Sid? Um, I fucked a few weddings purely. Um, a couple owned owned a wedding venue down in Devon, and they just said we didn't even look at your wedding photography. We just saw you had a sausage dog, and that was it. Because they they love sausage dogs, so yeah, crazy. So, you know, winner winner. Yeah, <laughs> nice. All right. Um, well, I just mentioned obviously your episode of Sam Heard there, the Wedding Street podcast. Is that what's what's going on with that? Then I, I listened to as many episodes as I could, but I only started researching like the other day, so I was uh, I was, I was, I was um, a bit in the back catalogue, but um. Yeah, yeah, well, well, me and me that. and Rob, yeah, me and Rob. I met Rob in at Nine Dots actually about five years ago. Mm-hmm. He's a Swiss photographer originally from Ireland. Well into his street photography, done a few weddings. He's got a really good job, so he couldn't uh, he couldn't commit, should we say? Then he had a then he had a a child, first child. Then he bought a house or had a house built. So basically. And he designs microchips, and obviously with the chip shortage, it's just kind of. Um, but without him, uh, he did all the editing. See, um, I just couldn't couldn't give the time to the editing. So I commend you, Scott, on the <laughs> on, on doing everything in and the world. Uh, right I, haven't, I haven't edited any of them yet. That's the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I start, I'll probably yeah. regret it. But um, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. But no, we 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 went on a trip to India to do street photography, basically. And while we were over there, we just chatted and said, well, should we do a podcast? Because we, like I said, I met people like Sam Hurd. Um, when we were over there, we were, people probably don't know this guy, is a guy called Vineet Vondra, who's a, he's, he's a famous street photographer in India. We met up with him and he took us around uh, Varanasi and Old Delhi. Incredible, incredible, but like, like mind-blowing place. Um, and yeah, he's like very famous there because they love photography in, in India. And it's mad that you can just walk up to people in India and they will not flinch. Like, it's a totally different story doing street photography in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, they're honoured. He's like, they're honoured that you'll take their photograph. So it's just it's just next level for street photography if everybody ever gets the chance. But yeah, it was just, it was just a chat over... It was Valentine's night when we were there. We were in a hotel and we had a 15-course meal. What? <laughs> and over that 15-course meal, there was dancing. It's very romantic. Um we just decided to start the podcast. But yeah, sadly, sadly, Rob's uh, life took over in the end. So it's on this go. So um, maybe back one day. We'll see. Cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That was good. Oh, thank you. Um, so I made a note here of your sort of tagline, seeking the stillness amongst the chaos. Is that still, do you still yeah. kind of use that? Is that, it's quite, it's good, yeah. isn't it? I, mean, I like that. Yeah. yeah, like, like same for weddings. And um, when I, I started, like I did, I did quite a few destination weddings and then you get a lot of downtime. So the obvious thing to do when you're a photographer is to get your camera out um, some of these places. And yeah, I, I just wandered the streets and basically I didn't want to, I wanted to take everything I'd learned in, from wedding photography into street photography and then convert that back into whatever I learned in street photography, take back into weddings. So, uh, and yeah, the one thing I just think like that tagline, like, like slow down, slow life down completely, and that's when you got a camera doing street photography. It's it's weird because you're you're just in a totally different zone, and you just you know freeze in time, should we say? But all the chaos is going past you. It's just looking for that you know that that moment or something that that appeals. You know whether it's the light, the the moment, the, you know the composition, and if it all comes together at once, it's uh, bingo. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah, like that's what I said. I just tried to take everything I learned off both genres and just mix it up together. Which, uh, yeah, I couldn't go full tilt street photography because people had booked me for the way I shoot weddings, I guess. But I've incorporated things slowly and slowly and slowly, but obviously still do the the obvious, you know. And like, I still enjoy doing the portraits, you know, even like but fifteen minutes, twenty minutes max, and that's it. And then back to just documenting the day. But yeah, basically that kind of sums it up. Just just taking it, you know, time out in your head, which is very therapeutic, and just zoning out really, and just waiting. I say waiting, like I'm. I, I, obviously, we need to be patient, but I'm 
I'm a pretty impatient person, really. <laughs> so I, I, it's not as if I'd stay somewhere for like 15, 20 minutes, you know. I don't mean it like that. It's just, you know, zoning out or zoning in into some different world, which is just, just you, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I enjoy that kind of thing in the weddings as well. Okay, that's interesting. Um, Are you still doing street stuff now then? You still try and get out when you can or does it kind of um, summer as well just take over a bit? Yeah, obviously the uh, this time of year is a bit is a bit crazy. Um I went over to do help a guy, Matteo Carter in Italy in August and I did a bit of street photography there. Um but because obviously I got on my all these weddings to sort out and edit myself, I haven't even looked at the pictures as yet, you know, only on the back of the camera. So I will look again, but yeah, no, nothing's just slowing down. I'll definitely, definitely have a look. I'm, I'm doing a wedding in Nicaragua in January, so I'll be having a bit of a, a break with that. So yeah, the the camera will be definitely coming back out for some street photography then. But yeah, like maybe a trip or two to London in the meantime before Christmas, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, like I did actually get asked to do. I didn't think anybody'd ever pay me to do street photography, but um, I had a business message me. I've got pictures of the market in London. I forget. They just they're opening new new uh, buildings, and they want me to do pictures for them, just in a street photography vein of this market where the the headquarters are going to be. So yeah, he's getting back to me in uh, the end of October actually. So that that could be quite quite cool. Something different. Yeah, it's like commercial work, but based on your street work sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So they just want to print them and the uh, blow them up and print them in the in the the headquarters, which would would be cool if it if it does come off, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. Good luck. I mean, it, it's interesting street, isn't it? Because sometimes, obviously, you know, amazing street photography is amazing anyway. So it's, it's not putting that down, but yeah. like I suppose in now it's kind of that's what we see when we go out now but in you know i suppose looking back at some of the old street photography the amazing thing about a lot of that is like say the how people are dressed and no mobile phones or whatever yeah. and i guess in like 10 20 30 40 50 years whatever time they'll kind of look back at your work wherever and everything will be totally different i guess the way the world is or whatever yeah uh, not totally values, that uh, like guy <laughs> yeah yeah that's it um yeah like um some of my favorite old street photographers, you know, obviously back in the day, black and white. You, you just look at some of the books because I, I I collect quite a few photo books. Um, I can't read words; I don't take it in, so I can just look at pictures, and that's the only way I can read is read pictures, I guess. Um, or listen to podcasts. Yeah, I take yeah, snippets yeah. snippets in. Um, but yeah, uh, like you just think some of the pictures in these books from like back in the sixties and seventies and things. You just think how on earth did they stumble across that you know but uh yeah it's just it's just that it's just capturing that that moment in time for me and uh, an obvious thing was obviously during during covid where people will look back in 20 30 40 years and go what the hell were what are they wearing <laughs> well we probably say that now don't we? what were we wearing mm. so yeah so yeah there's all those things that that add up and yeah people go oh God, mobile phones. But again, it's it's a it's a part of time, isn't it? And as I say, one day it'll be a little microchip in your ear or your eye, or so. Yeah, yeah, it's God crazy. God, yeah, I wish I'd yeah. got. I wish I'd got out more during like where I live. Like quite, it's a it's a village. It's not like that remote, but um, even just into Newcastle, like we had a, you know new baby. We had a, a new baby born in March when lockdown first started, and and all yeah, that and then i was like thank you and then i was um still doing like another job as well as photography and so just kind of didn't really get a lot of chance but um but yeah looking back it would have been quite nice just to get out and some of the you know the empty streets and some of the photos you see obviously are amazing it's just never yeah. well hopefully never gonna happen again in the same way and so yeah it's definitely like an interesting sort of little bit of time isn't it yeah for sure it, it was a it was a weird one though because people like during covid like people you know you're walking on the camera people people are more aware of you and, and, and it did feel me more weird to be fair mm. so yeah but i did take a few sneaky ones don't, don't worry it'll, <laughs> it'll come out one day yeah that'd be good <laughs> yeah. that'd be good yeah. nice oh, good stuff mate so you're talking about like sort of waiting for a moment a little bit and things like that so one of your the last sort of post I put out your photo that you won an award recently for with the you kind of got the parasols obviously a gap in the parasol guy with the white hat is very obviously sort of matches the parasol like how did you see the hat and the parasols like earlier in the day and then were you kind of just aware of it did it just happen that you kind of don't know you looked and he was there like what how did that kind of work that image 
No, um, I can't. Like, I, I, I actually had a friend of mine. He, he downloaded a second photograph for me. And um, earlier on in the day, I saw the parasols, and I said to her, um, "All you need now is somebody come out that door with a white umbrella, um, and bam." Um, but obviously, I don't go and grab somebody. Oh, can you do me a favor? Can you hold the white umbrella and walk <laughs> yeah, out the door? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cheating, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, I did a mis- magician at the back there later, and obviously it was a really sunny day. So chances are, somebody's not going to walk out there with a with a white umbrella. Mm. But um, unless they were really hot and needed her as a reflector, I guess. But then there was a magician behind me. So I just walked up there and then I was walking back to the castle um, down the middle of the grass. And I just noticed this guy come out of the, of, of just come out of the door basically of the castle with a hat. And I was just like, you know, you think someone is like, right, I gotta, I gotta think framing this now. It's gotta be closer. It's gotta, it's gotta, for me, it was like, it's got, the, the hat has gotta be in line. And it's like, Will he keep walking towards me? Will he walk off there? Will he walk off there? And I'm just, and like I don't want him to kind of notice me either because he'll he'll probably then descend off Mm -hmm. to the left or the right. So I was just walking back, moseying, thinking what I'm going to do, but I didn't commit till till like where I thought my eyeline was going to be, where it could kind of be. And then the last like five seconds, I was like, bring the camera up, and then like I put it up to the eye. If I put it up to like I do shoot a lot more now with mirrorless with the live screen, but sometimes being in you, you're more in the frame when you put it, you know, to your eye. And your peripheral vision is all there. So I quickly did that, and then I kind of like had to go up and down and up and down, and then bam, 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 bam. And then I think he kind of, as I finished and put the camera down, he kind of, he kind of looked at me and like, as if to say, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> it's like you know. But then I walked back. I, I I walked off, did some other pictures later, and I I grabbed the guy later, and I was like, "Yeah, look, this is what I was uh, I was doing." So yeah, just sometimes like like I see those things, and sometimes nothing happens, no no one comes. But you know, it, it, the key I think is seeing them. Um, yeah, you you don't always nail them, but the key is looking for them. You know, so I, I tend to look for these weird little things, and yet. Sometimes they don't work. I remember being in bridal prep and there was a an old war picture of like a shoulder head picture of a portrait of a guy in the army with a suit on. And then the uh, the best man was doing up the tie on the groom. And I wasn't looking at them. I was looking in the mirror because the mirror was like was just below this portrait of the guy. But I was try- I was going up and down trying trying to get the groom just to, like to chop his head off so that it's the military guy's picture in the end, but him do putting the tie on. And I do you think I could get it? You know, it was there for me, and I just just couldn't get yeah. it. So it doesn't it it doesn't always happen, you know. But if that had come off, I'd be like, oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. But yeah, and they were just I think looking at him like, what is he? What is he <laughs> doing? You know, I get I probably get that often. What is this weirdo doing? Yeah, I suppose but it's but- a game to me. I yeah. Yeah, I suppose just yeah, seeing, like you say, it. you're seeing it, and that's the key, isn't it? I guess you're seeing it, you're trying, and obviously sometimes it's going to come off, sometimes it isn't, but then when it does, obviously it's you know it's great, and I guess seeing it as part of it, like I say that the way for that shop in particular with the, I like say with the um, uh, parasols, it is like I say it's the framing that makes that. If it was just a bit, you know, off to the left or the right, or got blocking one, it wasn't in that gap, it just wouldn't really, you know, wouldn't work. Yeah, so it, like. Yeah, so yeah, like it had, it, it had to be in that gap. Otherwise, it just just wouldn't work, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I've, cool. I've got to feel like that. Like it's just things are just off. It's just off, and and then for me, it's just like I may as well rip it up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good, but a lot but, of your uh, a lot of your awards are kind of looking like there's just a lot of that kind of observational stuff. I just think you just obviously you know you seem really good at it for sure. Anyway, and is it a bit like practice? Uh, you think you. is it kind of. Some of the people, yeah, learn, like, can like, learn. Ma- ma- massively. I've probably been in my time. I've probably been the worst wedding, wedding photographer. I'll say worst photographer in the world <laughs> at some stage, which is my greatest achievement. I'm <laughs> super proud of that. But yeah, um, like lots of practice and the street photography, like massively, has helped the way I shoot. But yeah, like like I told you, it's a game. And if I didn't, if I didn't do this. I may get bored because the challenge for me now is the next photo, the next photo, the next photo, and to try and take the best photo I've ever taken. But 
like you know i may have already taken that who knows you know but it's just that's the ongoing challenge for me so it's the part i really enjoy um and then if i can incorporate that with like moments for the the couple the family the friends that's like that's the biggest honor for me it's like on the street it's just somebody somebody who i don't know who will probably never even see this photo which actually i have shown a couple of people i've, I've found them in the past but um but yeah, for if you can incorporate that kind of thing with with the family, the friends, the people who've paid you to book them, then for me that's an absolute winner, you know. So that's the end game. Yeah, I mean you suppose you spoke about it before and you were like that's uh, the whole moment and composition and lighting and when everything just kinda of comes together. It's um it's perfect. But I'm sure they'll still love the photo of the guy in the hat. But yeah, obviously I'm assuming it was like a guest or something anyway, but but I know what you mean, I suppose if yeah. you can get you've got that mixed in yeah. with those like you say, really nice moments and stuff, but yeah, exactly. Like that that picture with the guy with the hat isn't going to be the bride and groom's favorite picture. Mm -hmm. They did really, really like it. So, but that's not going to be the one on their wall, is it? You know. So I realize I have a job to do, and equally the challenge is to get that picture on on their mantelpiece. You know, but mm -hmm. it's probably not going to be their mate in a hat holding some beers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And but, I mean, are you yeah. showing a lot of those moments? Like when you're speaking to couples, are you? kind of talking about yeah, that sort yeah. of street influence and stuff and in like you, you use it as kind of a marketing thing you're trying to get them couples who obviously want that or what you know you share yeah, more emotion like, yeah. yeah no massively um massively i i i show what i want to shoot basically and that's that's something i learned you know a long time ago at workshops and conferences show what you want to shoot and for me, uh, I do show the odd portrait now and again. Like, I don't know, for example, one in, one in five, one in six, one in seven posts. Sometimes not even that. Um, so they know I do that. Um, on my website, they'll, they'll get that. But I I want to show what I enjoy shooting. And it, it seems to work, you know. I've been fully booked for next year for like the last seven months. So it's doing it well. Unless all those people feel sorry for me and, and <laughs> want to buy my sausage dogs and food, then you know I'll keep doing it. You know, when it when it stops and when nobody books me, maybe I'll uh, I'll change the tactic a little bit. But yeah, I just I'm gonna keep showing what I enjoy, um, mixed in with you know those moments and lovely emotions and highs and lows, ups and downs, smiles and frowns, all the above. It's just nice. an enjoyment for me. Yeah, nice. So, I mean, it leads me on quite nicely. I know, um, I think I heard you say in one of your episodes that I listened to about you don't really like talking about yourself that much, but in terms of awards, obviously you've won a lot, PKR and loads of other ones. Um, what what kind of, what do awards do for you? Is it a marketing thing? Is it a personal challenge? What, you know, are you still going to do them next year? What's your kind of, because you seem to sort of win um, everything. There's got to be a, you know, what's the what's the end goal almost as the one? You want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to an awards uh, company here, so uh, I need to be... No, I'm not no, going to no, I'll be honest. I, uh, I, I'd love to hear the, you know, if you say, oh, yeah. I'm sacking them completely off because I think they're rubbish, then that's fine, and I'm, I'm all for that if that's what you, you know. Might give someone no, else a no, chance, like, you know uh, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so basically, I was very... I, I've had an award-winning photographer on my website since the day dot. Because everybody has, right? So it's no big deal for me, right? I don't, I don't care. Like, like I say, I don't like talking about myself, really. Um, but I equally understand no one else is gonna blow my own trumpet, apart from maybe my my mom or my nan. <laughs> but they're not on Instagram or Facebook, so I'm I'm struggling there. Unless they tell the people who live on their street. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was always skeptical for whatever reason, and I didn't like. Like when I played rugby, I didn't like somebody saying, "Oh, you played really well today." Um, I felt awkward with it. I, as long as I knew I did well, that's I know when I've done a good job or I've played well. So I felt awkward. Um, so yeah, but then the I started doing an SEO course in uh, when during COVID because I had nothing else to do. Shall we say? Yeah, same to be fair. From, <laughs> yeah, often walk with dog, blah blah blah, but. The first thing a guy I know I did the course with, the first thing he said is, Dan, I know you're a seven old male with the awards, but the best thing you can do is do awards, win some awards, 
Hopefully they'll hyperlink your website. Then places like Board Panda, Huffing Post will hyperlink your website. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to have to enter rewards. And then, so this was, I don't know, 18 months ago, two years. When was COVID? Two years ago. Yeah. Um, so before, before that, no, nah, I never really bothered. But people were booking me for weddings. So I... I I didn't start to use it as a like a I've I've like I'm lucky since day one people have booked me. I started at the right time when all my friends were getting married that era. Um, so I've been lucky. So it wasn't because of that. It was basically because of the SEO, if I'm honest. Um, and then yeah, luckily I started doing okay, should we say, with them. And then when you won one or two or whatever, and then you got to post them on Instagram. Ooh, look at me! I won an award. Vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I still, I still, I'm still like that today, right? There's so I, I pretty much entered uh, about six or seven awards, and some of them I didn't even, I didn't even say that I'd won an award because I just thought it's getting a bit too much, you know. I, I don't want to go from what I've been doing, just posting nice moments and things, to then going, oh look, I've won an award. Oh look, I've won an award. But equally, like I just said. If you're not blowing your own trumpet, blah blah blah, and yeah, I, I managed to come like top in one or two and things, and even then, I find it like ooh. But yeah, like to be honest, like when you do post it, you get great feedback, and even on the crappy old Facebook uh, business page, even that, I was getting like hundred, two hundred likes. So you know, it it does work. It does work, and right now I'm doing it. It is a challenge. To, it's a challenge to me, but it's it's not a challenge where I'm going to change the way I'm shooting to try and win awards, if that makes sense. I'm going to do what yeah. I do. And I did say from day one, if I win any awards, happy days, brilliant, cool. And if I don't win any awards, happy days, brilliant, cool. I like, I, I like, like I told you with the rugby, I judge myself. I know when I've done a good job, but this is a good job. And I, I think that's important for people. Like, because so many people will get deflated because they haven't won an award. And I, like, I've gone rounds without winning any. So, and then, like, I know the ones of my have won something in a different competition somewhere. So I know, I know they're, you know, but it's, it's, it's somebody's, you know, the judges, it's, it's whatever they prefer on the, on the day. And they could be flicking between one and two and just going, uh, any, meeny, miny, mo, mo, uh, you know, just, just because they have to get through them. Um, so I'm not going to get deflated, and that was the key. To like, if I win any, great. If I don't win any, great. Like, don't take it to heart. Don't think you're a legend if you win anything because you're not. <laughs> you're just a photographer who pushes a button on a camera. And but the flip side, you're still a good photographer if you don't win any. You know, especially if people are getting booked. You know. So yeah. So it was just. Now I've retracted from. I think I entered three three awards maybe. Yeah, three now. So I've cut it down from seven or eight to three. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'll keep, I'll keep doing your Scott. Thanks, mate. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah, is... but uh, to be to be fair, your yeah, like photographers keeping it real is like I've told you. It's the reason why I've kept doing it. Um, the other five or six, I'm not going to go into reasons. I don't want to shift sure. anything yeah, or yeah, name yeah. anyone. Sure. But there's a few things I'm like. Nah, 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 nah. So yeah, so yours, uh, definitely, yeah. And obviously, you obviously seem really keen and you know excited to do it, which is like could take it to another level again, you know. Yeah, just um, yeah, it's exciting. It's interesting for me to see the other side of it almost as well, and like sort of see that, like say, seeing the entries and, and getting feedback from people, good and bad, on you know, like say awards in general and all the rest of it. So it's been interesting to kind of. You know, thinking about what I want yeah. to implement and how I want to run things, but um, but yeah, like like I say, yeah. I just want to keep that kind of the heart of it, I guess, of that. Try and make sure that yeah. people don't get down about it. And, and your approach, obviously, is fantastic. And obviously, for you, it's good because you do win a lot, which I suppose does help. But if you can be where you say you're happy with your own work, and you know your couples are happy, and you're still getting booked, that's kind of the key, isn't it? And then, like say, things like awards on top of that are just a nice, you know, whether it's SEO, whether it's like say for your own personal kind of thing or your own target for the year, that kind of thing. It's it's nice to have that yeah. but um you know like say if you're not all kind of riding on it i think that's good and if it starts to probably get to people that's when i sort of say you should probably yeah. just take a break maybe look at the stuff but yeah that's good yeah like and like you can draw inspiration from from it you can get lost in it as well because there's so there's so many um variables to it 
you just gotta just do your own thing and stick by your guns and you know uh, just just either keep plugging away at it or just draw inspiration from it but it doesn't just don't get down about it it's mm. it's, it's really it's a chink it's a small chink for getting bookings because like i told you i was getting booked before i entered awards luckily so it's it's not the be all and end all but it's it's helpful you know um and it does challenge you but you need to keep it a proper challenge you don't need to try and emulate or copy someone else because they like I, I've judged quite a few awards now and like again I won't go into what photos but there's you can guarantee there's there's 20 of this type of photo or this mm-hmm. type of photo or this type of photo and I'm like unless it's unless it's now done incredibly just don't waste your time like yeah know, that's the hard thing isn't it's it gotta trying be, to be it's gotta be trying yeah. to be unique isn't it your own kind of voice but yeah, it must be, yeah, it is hard. Especially, I suppose, if you're not, you know, you're not kind of winning. You're looking at every, so you're looking at all the winning images. Like, well, I haven't won, so mine must be worse. Look at all these ones, and you're like, oh, like, yeah. And it must. I'm sure it does at times. Kind of get to the point where you're like, actually, that I can see a sort of a bit of a similar theme going on. I'll just start shooting like that. And like, say, if you change the way you shoot, that can be an issue. And like I say, it's very hard to. You're never going to emulate anything to the same. You know, the same as that. Are you? So it's it's um it's good that nah, what you said nah. there. You're just like you know, I'm just going to keep shooting the way I do and and I'll enter it for awards if I think it's good. And, you know, if it wins, it wins. If it doesn't, it doesn't, whatever. And, you know, you're happy with it. So that's cool. Yeah, no, exactly. You just got to do it for yourself at the end of the day. Like, it, it, exclude all the the outside noise, really. Just do do what makes you happy. And, and my, my thing was initially was uh, learn as much as I can from as many different sources and people as I can, and then forget everything and do what comes naturally to me. And and that's what I've stuck to. I I, I don't. That's my Siri. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't know where he stands. Nor do I. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just stick, stick with it. And now, like I I hardly watch YouTube videos on photography. I you know I, I get my inspiration from like street photography books. But even then, like because it's been a busy old summer, I'll over the winter months I'll I'll have a little wee gander of those again and just i like taking myself away for the winter and forgetting about photography completely sometimes for like a month or two because I, I feel like i come back fresh and excited to do it all again and i think when i don't do something that's when i learn more as well because i miss it did you did you have any sort of system for entry then because obviously you're saying at one point you're like six or seven different awards and i know obviously from entering myself that the kind of you know they all have different dimensions and different ways of uploading them and you know, it can be a bit of a a mission if, like me, you're not on top of everything and you have a separate catalogue for every wedding and it, sometimes it can be a bit of a, take quite a lot of time to kind of actually remember what the dates for things and then actually jump on and, you know, yeah. pick the images and uh, did you have any system or was it all a bit yeah. last minute? Last minute. Yeah, fine. <laughs> everyone says um, that. I, but, I've asked a couple but, of people now and yeah. everyone says that. <laughs> yeah, my, my biggest bugbear was having to resize them for different competitions because yeah, n- n- nobody, nobody's the same. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that was my biggest bugbear. I, I didn't enter some rounds because I, I just can't be bothered. I've got things to do. I just I haven't got time to squeeze that in. Yeah, I'd like to um, say so I'm, a, missed... I'm a, a big enough name with PKR to, to change that, but I don't think I am. So, I mean, um, it probably won't <laughs> change. But, I will, you know, if anyone else is listening, you know, uh, Alan or anyone, and uh, you want to, uh, yeah, yeah, collab on something, then, uh, yeah, it'd be, great. it'd be great. You could just pull the images you want to submit to awards, a set size, stick them in a folder, and they're just ready to submit to, you know, all the awards. But, um but yeah, I think that'd be exactly. too, uh, bam, too difficult. Bam. You never know in the future, all this AI that may come up. But yeah. Um, yeah, my website size is 1600. So if you take 200 off yours, mate, I'll be well happy. <laughs> okay, I'll make a note. We'll see what I can do. Uh, no, just just kidding. But um, yeah, um, no, not really. I'm I'm kind of like yeah, my my life is lapsy daisy completely. I don't I don't worry about much. I don't think too much. I just go with the flow, like in in 99% of the things I do apart from feeding the dog I'm pretty <laughs> on the ball with that mm, that's good um but yeah so I'm I'm usually last minute and then I look out for the things on like Facebook with uh you know the reminders oh, we've got a we got a week left mm-hmm. that's when I tend to like oh I better I better put it in and then I'll I'll set a reminder on my phone and enter a few but selecting images it's just stuff that I enjoy I'm I'm not I know one or two uh awards uh businesses they 
certain types of photos suit them more than others, shall we say. Mm -hmm. But I still try to stick to what I enjoy. And if other people are enjoying it, great. But if not, you know, I'm not going to all of a sudden say, oh, my pictures are rubbish if they didn't win, you know. But, sure. um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's nice, but you don't get carried away with it. Nice. Don't think you're a legend or a rock star because you get an award for a, a, a wedding, you know. Yeah, I can't like Which some people do. Yeah, some people, some people do. <laughs> yeah. It's tricky, isn't it? It is. It, yeah, and it like yeah, it's just like anything, isn't oh, it? Oh, massively, but, yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Okay, lots of great stuff in there, Dan. Thank you, mate. Put a little note, like your approach to weddings and styling. We've kind of touched on it quite a lot, but you, you did mention obviously you still do portraits. Are they? Do you still do? Are they quite relaxed? Still like couple for a walk, take a few shots, type thing, or are you a bit more purposeful with them? Like, what's your kind of take on that? Yeah. So uh, I want couples. I used to put in a bit more effort. I say effort. I still put in effort mm -hmm. um, to try to be clever with things with couples. Or I've kind of retracted that a little bit because a I want couples to look at the pictures and just be themselves, just see themselves in the pictures. Like, no, it's not a model shoot. Sometimes if it's something really cool. Um, yeah, we'll do it. We'll go. If there's something on the ball and it's there and I see it. Um, but sometimes you could have some awesome light or pretty cool light later or the seminar or oh, that could be cool. That could be cool. But equally, if the couples are having fun on the dance floor, I just feel now I'm not taking them away, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But uh, I still enjoy it. And I still obviously want to do a good job for them. But yeah, I, I went through the phase. I've gone through all the phases, I think, like off camera flash um, by day and exposing the sky uh, leading lines, this and that, and they 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 still have a purpose, and they still come out now and again. It's nice to have them in your armory. I don't put too any pressure on myself, should we say? So I've got to get this shot. I've got to get that shot, which which is kind of nice, I think, because I I've, I've probably been guilty of that myself in the past, you know. So but yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, I want couples to look at the pictures and see themselves having fun, and I love a crack with them as well, you know. So yeah, yeah, I enjoy that's that good. Them. And yeah. they, uh, I, yeah. Are you, but um, are you, like for me, 15, 20 minutes. Apart from I did a wedding in Norway once and I had three hours with them. So the first thing I did was take them for a coffee. <laughs> yeah, like three hours is a long time to fill if you're used to like 20 minutes, isn't it? I'd be quite daunted by that. Yeah. I know some of the elopement guy, you know, the um, photographers who are shooting elopements and stuff and sometimes just have like say all day with a couple kind of thing and are orchestrating a lot more yeah. and they're doing an amazing job of that. But yeah, I'd, I don't know what, yeah. I think I'd be done after 15 minutes, let's say, I don't really know what, what else I'd do, so it's probably quite <laughs> nice, it's a nice little warm up that though, isn't it, a little coffee and like chat and... Yeah, yeah. exactly, and and it does, uh, that, that actually that kind of thing just opens them up to you, you know, mm -hmm. so you get to know them well, but um, yeah, with that one, the fjords, uh, I was expecting the fjords in Norway, uh, where did we go? Uh, to the Plate studio, because it was raining. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a friend of the Plate studio, but it was good fun, so... But yeah, I was expecting these beautiful fjords and mountains. Come and say hello. Hi, Sid. There he is. Obviously, no one can see hello. this, but, uh, but yeah, come for a little cuddle. Yeah, you feeling better, mate? You mm -hmm. feeling better? I'll teach you, Scott. It's called uh, it's called a kutch because I'm a Welsh man. Oh, uh, like cuddle, kutch. Yeah, nice. Like yeah, kutch. So you tell, you equally tell, you, a kutch is a cuddle in Wales, but you equally go and tell your dog to go kutch. So it's basically, go and lie in your bed. Oh, okay. Go kutch. So, but I won't tell him that because he's not well, you mate. You look alright now. <laughs> Feeling better. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. How's how's your year going? Yeah, it's been it's it's been alright. I mean it's uh I've got like so what we're on the nineteenth of October now, so yeah, I've got four weddings next week, just sort of a random busy week in October and then one in November, which is like a dark tree house kind of venue and it's at five PM ceremony, so um it's going to be interesting, but a really nice couple. And yeah, I finished the year and then I'm, yeah. that's on the Saturday and then Sunday I'm going down to London for the Nine Dots gathering. So, um, oh, lovely, lovely. so it's going to be quite lovely. a nice end to that end of the year really with that. And then, um, yeah, just obviously just editing then to go and, um, and, uh, loads of stuff for PKR. So it's going to be still busy winter, but, but yeah, it's, it's been a good year. Like it, I think I've shot 31 weddings and so not too many really. It's been like a nice number. I'm happy kind of 30, yeah, 35. I'm at 30 for next year now. So I'll probably end up doing 35, but, um, yeah, kind of happy with that, 30. really. Yeah, I stick uh, 30, 30 max. Yeah, so, 30 yeah. is a nice number, but, I find. Like, but um, yeah, um, I, I enjoy shooting, but I enjoy life as well. So, um, have you have you been to Nine Dots before? No, first time. I've been I've been about four times. I'm not going this year though. Yeah, 
I'm in my uh, zone out zone out stage soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been probably well. I suppose like last year, this year has probably been quite crazy for a lot of people, hasn't it? And there's all the catch up and just in general. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's probably, yeah, that, that's that's a good thing. Like a great great bunch, and um, you know, I made some great friends um, off it, and <clears throat> yeah, I'll be going back. I'll be going back over to Dock Day in February over in Dublin. But, uh, yeah, I can't go next year for that, but um, it's definitely on my like to to do list the training, yeah, like workshops or whatever. It looks like a good one. Yeah, no, it's good, um, good crack as well. It happens to be in Temple Bar, which is so convenient. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever been to Temple Bar. I have not. No. All uh, right, it's just Guinness on tap, literally okay. from all. Yeah, all, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Guinness. I would, I would have one as a kind of when in Rome type thing, but um, but yeah, I don't know if yeah. I really like it. It's been a while since I tried it, so I guess I'd try some, but uh. But yeah, I'd probably it, just be it, there, it. like drinking, you know, some sort of rubbish lager, sort of, sort of what stick to <laughs> or gin. So yeah, yeah, good gin as well. Um, it weirdly tastes nicer in uh, in Dublin. Everyone says that, so yeah. Yeah, I did have a Guinness actually, only because my mate did in the Lake District. I went uh, went hiking on Saturday. Um, I had a Guinness in the Lake District of all places. Oh, nice. You're quite outdoorsy, Dan, right? So do you do you have like is that sort of something you've been interested in? Is that any sort of benefit to weddings on a fitness side of things? If it's something you never thought about, or um, I think massively for me. Um, I I played rugby for twenty years, so mm. I I used to do a lot of gym stuff, and then I did CrossFit for a wee bit when I I smashed my shoulder up to operations like that. Quit when I was thirty three, but yeah, I um I think keeping fit, especially I guess for the way I shoot, like I'm I'm pretty much non-stop most of the day i do have little breaks mm-hmm. and things but um i just keep wandering and you know that kind of thing and i think and i'm i'm up on i'm on my knees uh squatting down lying down sometimes and i i think i don't know where else i can do scott so i'm 42 now so <laughs> nobody's gonna want a decrepit old wedding photographer right or so i've, I've got to try and stay young and keep down with the kids so yeah i tried to keep it just just for those nah, I say just for those reasons, I enjoy it. But yeah, I I try to uh, I train I train most days. You know, it's like working from home. I go I go a bit cabin fever, stir crazy. Um, if I didn't, like I've got a gym at the end of my road. I go swimming. Nice. I go for a jog. Just just anything, like yeah. anything. Yeah, just just to get out and about. Really. Yeah, it's interesting. I only ask because I I mean, so I'm thirty four. Mm-hmm. So, but. Like I was in the army for ten years, so obviously I had to train a lot then, just sort of as part of work anyway. So that was fine. And then when yeah. I left, I just stopped for a while, just as a kind of like I was just sick of it, really. Um, and I was yeah. never like a massive. It wasn't like I lived to train. Do you know what I mean? I was just I had to, had to do it. I wasn't the biggest fan. It was fine. Um, yeah. I more enjoyed like sports and stuff. But um, but yeah, then I stopped for a bit, and then sort of been on and off really. And then I ruptured my Achilles playing football just with some lads on the estate here they've got like a little five-a-side oh. thing on a week like yeah. some of them are quite good i'm terrible but it was you know it's just a laugh really it wasn't like a league or anything yeah, yeah, and, um, but yeah which are my achilles and it's just been so, like so much harder to recover from anything as well now i've noticed like now i'm massively unfit and it's yeah so it's just something that's like in the back of my mind is like uh something that I really need to like work on so i'm just yeah i'm just intrigued by different people's kind of take on it but uh, no, I, like yeah. I, I've gone through phases of doing it. Not I when I did my shoulder and I did nothing for two years. I I put on two stone. I would drink beers. I'd come back from the garage and the shop with a carry bag full of rubbish and uh, eat a lot in one foul swoop. So I, I've been on the flip side, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it right now. I'm in a in a good headspace and uh, yeah, just. Uh, Long way to continue, but Christmas is always the tester, right? December. Yeah, <laughs> yeah December's <laughs> tough, isn't it? I say, especially for so it's when is not really out and about at weddings. So much. I mean, I know some people shoot a lot in December, but in general, it's probably yeah. a bit quieter. It is certainly for me, anyway. And um, yeah, obviously a lot more food and drink and parties, and you know, yeah. especially after like obviously lockdown stuff. I guess this year is like back to normal, and so yeah, it's always quite hard to like turn stuff down, isn't it? So I'll probably say I'll start yeah. in January, like everyone does, and won't, but. Um, but yeah, maybe that's better. Maybe that's a better challenge to start in December. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's nice to have a goal if you go in somewhere or like, I'm, as a fellow, I'm going to Nicaragua in January. Um, so I'll definitely enjoy Christmas, but I won't go absolutely barking batshit crazy, which I've done in the past. Um, I rarely shoot in January. I had one 
like a couple of years ago, like, you know, pre whatever the year before COVID was 2019, maybe. And um, it was actually quite nice because sometimes I was, I kind of looked at it, I think for you know the year before and I was kind of like, oh, it's rubbish not to have like all the January off. And it was only like one wedding, but actually when yeah. it came to, it was quite nice to kind of get shoot back to shooting quite quickly, actually. And I had a little gap, you know, it kind of, you know, it was a slow start of the year. It was like one or two here and there, you know, it wasn't like, it was, you know, obviously full on from January, but just having the old wedding there was quite nice, actually. Yeah. No, it keeps you ticking over, doesn't mm. it? And and that's why, like, yeah, doing the street photography I'll do in January will will give me that, you know, that bit of uh, impetus to, to pick me up for the season. But I haven't taken on any until April then. So mm. I've got a few months of break shall we say but there's all as you know there's always things to do like uh i haven't done a blog post <laughs> for um over a year i don't think but yeah I, i've gone on the ghost with the social media and things because that can that can overwhelm and take you over your life i don't mind doing the stories but posting like yeah i just uh now and again kind of guy but um that's probably because i'm lucky enough to be booked for next year and if i wasn't i might you know but i just think if i am booked what's the point of it overtaking my life you know because it is a slippery slope the old social media yeah it's tricky and things change don't they all the time that's what i find hard like you kind of one day you're posting some sort of content is working and it's not the next week and it is a kind of an ongoing battle and those that do well obviously it's great like kudos to them because um yeah it is tricky but uh yeah if like say if you're lucky and you're getting enough you know obviously different avenues and you kind of and um, we'll touch on it a bit in the members only content at the end. So I want to talk a bit more about marketing, but, but yeah, like you say, if you've got, you, you know, if you're fully booked and you know, you're not rushing for like 2024 bookings yet and stuff, it's all kind of steady away, isn't it? You don't need to go too crazy. It's nice to have a bit of that sort of nice head headspace, yeah. isn't it? To be able to just have a bit of a break and not stress about it really. Yeah. Like obviously if you post nothing or disappear, you're, you're quite, I think you're quite quickly forgotten about in this industry. Yeah. That's one, one flip side. Like people, when I started, I used to Google the venue and they, the same people would come up and now I just don't hear of them anymore. So you can, it, you know, you've got to be careful, mm-hmm. but um, equally it can overtake your life as well, you know. So just the balance and getting it right and, you know, picking, picking your times, you know. But uh, yeah, Instagram, like they've completely cut, cut my feed and reach. I used to do, it still works. I still get bookings from it, but it used to be amazing for me. Like in 2019, I did 12 uh destination weddings purely uh, i say purely from instagram but the gist of them were from instagram you know but uh but yeah it still works and um i kind of equally got over going to 12 countries as well to do <laughs> photography if they were if they were 12 holidays i'd be all over it yeah. but um yeah it can get a bit you know not stressful but just when you're flying from one place to the other it just, it's you don't show that bit on social media do you but <laughs> I know it's yeah. funny, isn't it? Because I'm like, I've seen a few like messaging groups with people and stuff, and there's been a lot of dramas this year with the destination stuff, just purely like, say, on the back, obviously, with the flights cancelled and everything being way more expensive than when you kind of booked the wedding originally, and just yeah, everything's been exactly. a bit to the, to the wire for some of them, and it does sound pretty stressful. But, um, yeah, you do much yeah, any destination stuff next year outside of obviously January? So, yeah, so Nicaragua, but, um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't think I do. Um, I've had a few that I'm just like, because I've got over it, because I've been asked on like two days after a wedding year or two days before a wedding year, and I'm just like, nah, I'm not doing it no more. Like January and February time, March, I'm all over it. But during the summer now, like I dream or destination, but it's not the be all and end all. I think I got it at my system, as I say, in 2019, which was nice. But yeah, like some of the things, it's just because of covid as well some of the added extras you just don't didn't think have to think about that and you which you do now is it's just for me it's just like nah i'd rather i'd rather stay home plus i went uh i went to australia to do one in 2019 i went away for five weeks and i missed my sausage dog yeah that's good <laughs> i suppose yeah you can't really uh it's not yeah. easy to take a pet to uh australia was, was it johnny depp found out that <laughs> But yeah it's, um... that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if he could come in my little backpack fair enough but, yeah. <laughs> nice well talk on, on travel so matt i asked um i put a little thing out on instagram to say i'm obviously chatting to you and i don't got any questions and matteo you mentioned earlier asked asked dan how fluent his italian is <laughs> <laughs> have you learned italian have you been uh 
What, what did he? What did he teach me? Uh, oh God, I can't think. Gra- grazie. Oh, I can't even think. But it's basically hello, everyone. So he wanted me to, as we're driving through the town, stick my head out the window and shout. <laughs> He's going to hate me for forgetting this now. And shout grazie, blah 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 blah. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I was so lucky. His English was uh, was so good, and the wedding I helped him at, everybody they all thought I was Italian first off, so they'd be coming up to me, um, pizza pasta ciao bella. That's all I've got. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Paolo Maldini, and um, yeah, I'd be like, uh, non comprende? You speak English or Welsh? And the <laughs> the priest, should we say, in the church? flipped over started saying some welsh words he was italian ah. and i was like oh my god you know more than me so it's impressive yeah, yes it's welsh isn't the most widely spoken outside of wales is it really no there is a colony in patagonia really? which speak welsh yeah um there's a quiz question who's the last welsh speaking i'll say it quickly uh football player argentinian football player to score a goal at the old wembley and the answer is gabriella batistuta everybody thinks it's mark Uzi and ryan giggs but it's batistuta because he's from this colony in patagonia oh, there we go there you go it's a good a good quiz question quiz question for you yeah i'll definitely forget that if i ever asked it but uh, <laughs> still... yeah you'd be like uh gabby something yeah gabby ross like, gabby ross not ryan giggs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool very good mate um look dan thanks so much for for chatting um like i say we'll i want to chat just a little bit about marketing awards a bit more and just a few bits in 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 depth for um members only stuff after this but um where can people find out more about you where's the best place to kind of go probably not your blog but it's a year. <laughs> it's a year. if you want to see dan's year old content then uh his blog but... yeah uh if you want to see some street photography i've got a couple of like India and Hong Kong on my blog, but you'll have to you'll have to delve. But yeah, Instagram I do I do I do post once, twice a week okay. and I do the stories usually of my dog <laughs> or this and that or me walking up a hill. Um but yeah, my website oh I'm actually there's a few people I am actually speaking in Doc Day in Dublin in February. So I just, I guess there's might be quite a few oh, yeah, nice going chat, over there. Yeah, chatting on there as well. That's good. So please no heckling, please <laughs> laugh at my rubbish jokes and no booing. So that's all I can ask for. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a hard ask, but we'll see. I'll link to it down Could below be though. Ask. If uh, I don't know if there's still tickets available or not, but I'll link to it below anyway. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be, it's definitely worth going and hearing Dan and there's probably some other people chatting as well. I'm sure. Yeah, so. much better people than me. So <laughs> <laughs> and have yeah. some Guinness. But exactly. But yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure and. Um, Good luck with uh, what you're doing. So far, there's a lot of energy I can see. So, thanks, great. mate. Yeah, fingers crossed. Cheers, Dan. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to the podcast show. We hope that you did on top and go. Oh, halfway through the episode. We hope that you'll join us next time. That would be mighty fine. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.